Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I am Doug. I am Justin. And you're listening to Mind Gap Podcast because I just said it again. In case you don't know where you are, you're listening to Mind Gap Podcast. And we're so happy you're here with us. If you're with us on Twitch, which you should be, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Or if you're listening in your ear holes, that's totally cool too. We love you because you're here and you are feeding our egos. Right. Our egos need to be if fed. We do, they do. They demand sustenance. You need to feed our egos feed i want to figure out i want to figure if we were if we were going to do like a uh at the top of the hour radios have to do radio stations have to do the the station id i want to see like what would ours be would instead like our call letters or our our frequency would it just be like address? f-a-r-t coming at you at 19.180.27. are you are you calling out my ip address yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be our frequency. Uh, or it would be P-O-O-P <laughs> dot com. Dot com. Don't click on that. Don't click on that. You won't like what you find. You won't like it. Lemonparty.org. No. Bad. No. Bad deal. Bad deal. Bad deal. Uh, before we get started, since I remembered this time, let's go through yes. a little bit of housekeeping. We'll get that done and we'll get into the good housekeeping. stuff. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, if you don't already, please check us out on Spotify. We exist there. You should check us out there. It's pretty cool. So go do that. Uh, second of all, let me go to my notes because I don't have my notes open. Uh, join our Discord server. <laughs> this isn't just automatic for you anymore. I was like, I should be able to do this. I'm like, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> it's like you tell me your name. And then like two that. seconds later, I'm like, uh, what's, uh, hey, buddy. You know, I just freak out. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, hey. So, um, Discord. Join our Discord server. If you don't know what Discord is, it's essentially a community, a place where you can go and interact with people. And we have one. It's full of really cool people. You could meet the likes of Zenny, of Jervis, of Noah, of Slotty, of Tint, of all the folks that we talk about regularly. They exist there in the Discord channel. We play games with these folks. We just played What the Dub with our Discord fam last weekend and it was fucking awesome it was so much fun if you weren't there i'm sorry you missed it because damn it it was good and drew was our guest who showed up and won four he matched justin in his wins for the evening i won two i was thrilled i hadn't won one yet and i won two and i was like i'll take it. if drew and i played together i would be very curious what Ooh. happened yeah, what that one would be whew, that one would be pretty amazing uh drew i don't know man like you have you you the sound effects weren't as prolific in the last game. They weren't as I feel like that's a good thing because I 
that that time that we all played, it was people leaned very heavily, myself included. Everyone started leaning really heavy on the sound effect. I think everyone got super excited that those were a possibility. And so it was like, let's play with the new we shiny had to experiment toy. with them, you know, and, yeah. that's, and that's exactly what it was. And this one, they were used sparingly. And, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the key to the last game was brevity. You know, there'd be a really long possibility for a long rant and people would just, they would end it with one word and it was usually, it was, it was killer, but then people started copying it, started losing its effect. And then, you know, it went on from there. So yeah. Yeah. And someone did throw in a random, uh, extended warranty joke out of nowhere, which was good. Nice. I was afraid it was going to be beaten to the ground, but no, it was just really one time like, boop. I'm like, all right, good. And then we let it go. Yeah. So it was really well done. Really, really well done. So uh, Discord, come check us out there. It's it's so much fun. Head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast in the about section. Uh, head on down there. You'll see a button that says Discord. Just click on it. It's got an invite. It'll take you right on over. Come hang out with us. Uh, just, you don't have to, you know, just be there. Hang out. See what we post. Uh, if you want to join and play games with us, come play games with us. Um, we're always doing something. So we'd love to have you there. Uh, check it's out our- It's a vibrant community. Yes. Very good. Very good. The tiny man in the urinal was underused. I disagree. That was a joke that I was like, it happened and it, it kept going, you know? Wasn't even funny the first time. <laughs> it kept being used. Uh, check out our merch on Redbubble. Head over to redbubble.com. Search for Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, we got two designs up there, the classic Mind Gap logo and the I Will Haunt Your Butt logo as well. Um, go get yourself something nice. You know, they, they've got lots of cool stuff over there. Support the podcast and get yourself something nice in the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And then last but not least, I've already talked about it, but we do a video game live stream every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. You just heard me rant and rave about What the Dove, one of my favorite fucking games to play, especially with our Discord family. It's just the goddamn best. And I will say alert i thought i was going to be able to stream this weekend it's not going to happen so unfortunately we will take a hiatus this weekend it's celebration of mother america i just i unfortunately have plans maybe i'll stream something yeah justin will maybe do it. i'll stream a video game justin's got to do that happen. justin's gonna do it you heard it here justin is gonna stream this weekend everyone tune in and if it doesn't happen here's his email his email is <laughs> his phone number is text him 19.180.27. So, um, yeah, I just is going to play free cell. Uh, I don't think that runs on Mac, unfortunately. So (laughs) I was going to say, I'm going to play Minesweeper for three hours and you all get to watch. Yeah. I was originally going to, I don't talk when I stream either. I just like sex. I just play. I just, I will be in a hot tub though. So there you go. So totally different. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Is it your hot tub? No. Does it matter? I don't know. Debatable. But yeah. you can come check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I was originally going to stream on Saturday, but then we had less minute plans. And I was like, okay, I'll do it on Friday. And then I got a ton of plans on Friday. So uh, I just figured it's it's just not going to work. So um, maybe I'll make it up. Maybe not. But uh, there will be no stream this coming weekend. Uh, it's the holidays. So everyone yeah. go out and have yourselves a ground time, but I will be back the following weekend because that's when we're doing Dungeons and Dragons, the Dungeons fancy board game, and Dragons. which will be exciting to see if you guys can level up and everything like that. So, you know, what holiday? Isn't this live? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the first time Doug has let us oh. down in a year. I don't think that's true. I think I went on vacation at one point. 
I feel like Doug lets, lets us down all the time, too. Yeah, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all the time. All, all the, time. the time. I'm going to let you down when it matters most, so don't count on me. That's one of my favorite things. I was playing Heroes of the Storm, and uh, someone was playing this character that relied on like good accuracy to, to mm-hmm. shoot you, to heal you, and they go, just so you know, when it counts the most, I will miss the shot. <laughs> they said that at the top <laughs> of the round, and I was like, Everyone's like, you know what? We respect your candor. They're like, I'm just letting you know, I'm yep. going to miss when it matters. <laughs> that would be me. I would be the one to be like, guys, I can sit here and I can snipe all day and I'll miss 100% of the time because I'm not good at it. I'm terrible yep. at it. Don't. So let's all have fun. Let's not take this too seriously because you'll be disappointed. Because I'm going to like fail. Yeah. So Justin, how is your week, man? Oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> it was good. This weekend, Beth and I went back up to Grand Rapids, and I searched, I hunted for the bus ad, for Austin Reno's bus ad. Did not find it. But I'm going to be going up there every weekend until I find it. There we go. You heard it here. Yep. Justin is looking for the Austin Reno billboard ad for check out his new album, his EP, Driving 25, available now. Go stream it. Go find it. Check him out. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's a little that's a little drop for you. Ooh. Uh, no, we went out. It was fun. It was uh, we had a good time in Grand Rapids. Um, and uh, driving up there was a pain in the ass. Why? Because it was a torrential downpour. Right. That was just yeah. a fucking miserable problematic. And we got the car that we rented. So, you know how we had the Hyundai Elantra and we hated that car and it was you couldn't trust it when it was slick out or anything. Well, guess what car we picked up? From the auto dealer or from the uh, from Enterprise, I walked Dodge out. And I'm like, All right, well, we got this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. <laughs> Remember how I told you about that? <laughs> totally different car. Didn't happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dodge Durango souped up. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, drove like a dream. No, we got a fucking Hyundai Elantra, so we got to drive up in that again. Um, I just don't like that car, man. But uh, the the drive up was a little little hair raising. Um, but yeah, the drive back was lovely. So I would highly recommend going to visit Grand Rapids if you have not. It's a very nice place. Um, yeah, that's it. Rest of the week was just kind of was what it was. How was your week? Uh, it was pretty good, man. I tried a couple new recipes over the weekend. I like? made my own pita bread, which was very exciting Ooh. and surprisingly easy. Really? Uh, yeah, very easy to make. And then I also made salted maple caramel popcorn. It's a lot of things. Delicious. I uh, I saw this recipe to make movie theater popcorn at home. Yeah. And uh, did not disappoint. You know, made my own clarified butter. Like, and uh, it was great, man. It was really, really good. I feel good. like that's not the kind of stuff you need to be making when you're on a fitness journey. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I mean this. I only took a couple of bites. Like, yeah. and I was fine. Like, I was like, I'll take a handful just to test it. You know, because you got to test it. And I was like, yeah. this is good. And then I basically made it for Natalie and Jill for their girls night. So I was like, I'll pop you guys nice. some, some popcorn. Wait, they had a girls night? That's fun. Yeah. Share in the Discord. You got it, pal. I'll make sure to share that. We should make a recipes. We're going to do that. I'm going to make a recipes uh, little little uh, text channel. So if you guys want to share recipes, we'll have it. It was really, really good, man. It was it was so good. Compliments of Joshua Weissman. If you don't follow him on YouTube, you should. That guy's a fucking amazing guy to follow for really cool recipes. So Noah's got two you can throw in. So I did that. I made those. And then... Um, Slotty shared his uh, rosemary uh, focaccia bread 
uh, yesterday, and he he was kind enough to share me that recipe, and I made it yesterday. Pretty fucking good, man. Pretty fucking good. Here's the thing, though. Disappointing and shocking. One, Natalie did not like the salted maple caramel popcorn. Really? I was like, I don't understand you. And then she tried the focaccia bread, and she's like, I don't like the focaccia bread. I'm like, okay. What? Which is bullshit, because she's had it before, but it was a different recipe, but she didn't like it. Did you put her in timeout? Because that deserves a timeout. Uh, It's tough, man. It's tough, because Mm -mm. I want... I. She's trying it, which is important, although sometimes she takes the tiniest little bite. She's like... I don't like it. I'm like, you already decided you don't like it before you took it, but whatever. Anyway, but I'm like, I'm proud of you for trying it. I want to celebrate that because I also made lemon bars recently and I was like, oh, these are good. And she's like, oh, I want to try them. And I was like, here you go. And I gave her some and she's like, oof, no. I was like, probably too sour. I go, although there's plenty of sugar in there. I don't know why you wouldn't like it. She's like, no, no. And then I, a week later, I got another one out. I was like, oh yeah. She's like, oh dad. I want to have one. I go, you don't like this. She goes, well, I might again. I want to try again. I was like, who am I to stop you and okay. failing again? I mean, it's going to happen. She was just like, dad's having a good treat. I want to have one. I'm like, here you go, man. Try it. And she did again. She took a big bite. And she was like, oh, ah. I was like, you know no. what? Keep trying it because your tastes may change over time. At some point they might. That's very true. Yeah. I've had things like that where I have not liked it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, I'm into this now. And and things have gone the other way, so you yeah, never know. Right? I you never know. have been off and on on mushrooms most of my life. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, you know? That's one that I wish I could get into. That I is, mean, honestly, I of all the wish. stuff you like, Justin, if you don't like mushrooms, I think you'll be all right. Like, Yeah, but like, there's so much. You, the thing is, from a culinary standpoint, I know there's so fucking much you can do with them. Yeah. And it bums me out that I can't enjoy those recipes. Yeah, I enjoy them. I mean, you know, fried mushrooms are always just ah, so good. Love those. Fried almost anything. It's true, want. right? It's yeah. so good. I heard a weird one today. I don't know if anyone has heard of this. Watermelon with yellow mustard. I, I, this is the new like Instagram TikTok thing. Is this a new thing? This is the new thing where everyone's okay. doing this. And I watched, God, I cannot remember what comedian did this. Fuck, I wish I could remember. Might have been, no, I don't remember who it was. But they tried it and they took a bite and they were just like, tastes like watermelon and mustard. I don't understand why everyone's, <laughs> I, they're like, it's, I'm not going to spit it out but I'm also not going to eat more of this. It's just like, this is just watermelon and mustard. So yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I've heard people debunk that as if it's basically just a, Hey, let's see how many people we can get to do this kind of thing. That's what it seems like. My boss is, no, my boss's boss suggested it in a team meeting today. And I was like, this seems weird enough that it might be good. I go yellow mustard Dijon. How fancy are we getting here? He's like yellow. And I'm like, I've "Mm." heard yellow. Yeah. Like I had plenty of watermelon and I have yellow mustard. Right. Try it. I would look if we were in a different setup right now, I would say go get some and try it right now. But you know, I, mean, I literally could. I could do that right now. Run down could. And, get some, and then come back up and try it and see what everyone thinks. I mean, do you want to do that? Do you want me to do that? All right. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Okay. Justin Vamp. I'll be yeah. right back, gang. This is going to be fun. So I will say that I am not one. I'm not one to talk. Uh, because if you if you've uh, been a listener, a long listener of the podcast, you know that uh, I have some weird food combinations that I like too. Namely, Doug likes to give me shit about this one, but I will eat day old pizza with peanut butter. 
And you guys can tear me apart in the chat if you want, but I'm telling you, it's fucking good. Also, peanut butter and pickle. Very good. Peanut butter on pretty much anything is good. It is. Noah Reno says it seems weird. It is. It is weird. Parmesan with ice cream. Are you serious about that one? Because that does sound interesting. What kind of ice cream is my question? I've got to assume... I've got to assume chocolate ice cream. I feel like chocolate and Parmesan would be the way to go. Ooh, you did mint. All right, mint sounds good. I guess mint would be good. I remember when I was younger, I made my sister try a peanut butter and pickle sandwich, and (laughs) I later found out that my dad paid her off to humor me and just try it. He actually paid her like a dollar or something. Broke my heart when that happened. Was not a fan. I was like, just try it. It's going to be fine. I'm back. All right. Doug's All right. back. So, first Jared, first. Vegemite with chocolate. You can take your Vegemite. You can shove it. <laughs> so, first things first. Yes. Uh, the mustard said best by October 2019. So, we'll see if that plays a factor in this. What happened in your fridge, Doug? <laughs> it's yellow mustard. So, as you can see, True. if you're on Twitch, you can see it. There you go. He's got mustard on a nice piece of uh, watermelon there. (laughs) Jared says, I'll shove it in your mouth. What is this? My prom night? Here we go. Uh, All One bite or all at one time? Yeah, one bite it. One bite. Pop it in. (laughs) Pop and go. Pop and lock. (laughs) The gang gang gets food poisoning. (laughs) 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 That's exactly what this is, too. Do it. Do it. All right, here we go. All right. He's assessing. Tell me it tastes like watermelon and mustard. <laughs> They're not wrong with that assessment, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. It's oddly not bad. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah, it's. All right. Because there's sweet and tangy in there. Yeah. I, I mean, kinda, you and I are already a fan of the sweet and savory or the sweet and tangy. Yeah. Like Milos can't fucking stand that. He's like, you keep your sweet with your sweet, and you're, he's very bigoted in that regard. Um, <laughs> Her results skewed by having mustard that could legally vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, put some real mu- mustard at the hot English stuff. <laughs> How about honey mustard? Or Dijon. Yeah, Dijon is a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, honey mustard, yes, Noah, honey mustard on the sandwich is tasty shit. That honey was, mustard on most things. That was interesting. It's it's definitely not, I don't know, like if you if you were to somehow be like, check out this unique fruit I got and you didn't just have mustard on it, you like combined it all together, yeah. you'd probably be like, ooh, there's like a unique tang and a weird finish to this. It's like, it's yellow mustard. It'd be like, oh, like if you oh. In, if you injected mustard into the, because it's very porous and mostly water-based, so I feel like you could inject mustard into a piece of watermelon and kind of mask it and make people think like, I got this new watermelon hybrid. You got to try this. Yeah. That's interesting. It's interesting. Like, um, would you recommend people try it? Is it worth trying? I'd say give it a shot and see if you find it interesting. Like, is this something that you would do as a snack? Would you, would you have a little bowl of mustard and dip your watermelon in it? Uh, for the sake of my marriage, probably not. Um, I think, I think, think you get judged pretty I, hard. Oh yeah. 
I mean, I, I've told everyone about the time I ate Chef Boyardee ravioli out of the can, and my wife was just oh, like, yeah. she's like, don't kiss me. Like, just I didn't warm it up. <laughs> just cold. Yeah. Gelatinous. Chef Boyardee ravioli out of the can. Just don't recommend it, man. Botulism. We were talking about weird food things as you were going to get that, and I brought back up my peanut butter and day-old pizza. Intent said... Uh, Parmesan cheese with ice cream. Hmm. Okay. I and I asked my question was what ice cream specifically because I figured chocolate would be the go-to and then well because I, I imagine that's similar to like mint. I imagine that's similar to like a um, a fry in ice cream right like because it's it's definitely sort of a savory element to it. Yeah, right? a lot of a lot more salty though. Parm- well, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's got a, definitely a different. It's got a different kind of tang. Yeah, the Parmesan does. Well, because I mean, I've I've heard of like you know bacon ice cream, which is like that's crazy. But then you're like, I also, I kind of get it. I I do too, but I have found that as much as I love bacon, I don't like bacon on sweet stuff. Like bacon on a donut, no, thank you. Hmm. Chocolate dipped bacon, or yeah, bacon dipped in chocolate. Yeah, I just I just want a piece of bacon if I'm gonna have it. I do like some maple syrup on some bacon. That's pretty delicious. Yes, I will do, and I and you know what? I'll do uh, a little bit of the candied bacon too. Oh, do some yeah. brown sugar, maple syrup, yeah. and a little bit of I'll put a little bit of uh, whiskey in there or bourbon and uh, brush that on, and then bake it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah. I I, I kind of get what you mean because it seems like it's more of a just a wow factor like this. Donut has a piece of bacon on it. I feel like, yeah, people capitalize on the fact that everyone's gaga over bacon. And they just say, yeah, what else can we put bacon on? Can I I admit something? Yeah. I really like turkey bacon. I don't hold that against you. No, I never. It's protein. I I like meat. I always looked at turkey bacon like, what the fuck are we doing? Right. Tofu bacon. Because turkey bacon looks bizarre. I'm like, I look oh, at this, yeah. I'm like, how's this going to be good? But once you actually cook it up, it is, it's so flavorful and yeah. delicious. Now it's not, it's pretty thin for the most point, for the most part. So it goes, it's like a really nice accent. Like if you were to say, take a pita, put some scrambled eggs on it and have like that turkey bacon broken up yeah. and put over it, you get like these powerful salty bites. They're like, Woo! They're so good. They're so delicious. And yeah. it's one of those things I've tried. I'm like, fuck it. We'll give it a whirl. Again, I'm looking at it going, this looks just looks gross. But man, it's good, man. It's really, really the, good. The thing is, if you like turkey and you I'm like okay bacon, with turkey, though, that's the thing. I'm like, turkey to oh, me really? is like, meh. I don't get excited about it. So See, I don't. I There's rare a meat that I'm going to turn down. Mm-hmm. Like if you like if you. That's why, like turkey bacon for me, first time I was ever approached with it, I was like, fuck yeah. I'm sure this is going to be good. I like turkey. I like bacon. Sure. Why not? You know, the only thing that I've never, why not? <laughs> the only thing that I, I, I've had one time, was at Native Cafe. I think there's a, a, a vegan restaurant in Chicago. We went there once and I got what Watch they called listen. a bacon whatever. And I was like, well, how are they, how is, the, and this was before I understood they had <laughs> vegan versions of all these things. It's like, how is this a bacon? I don't get this. Yeah. Because this looks like bacon. And they told me and I ate it. I'm like, keep this. I want to return this. <laughs> keep this. Fuck, fuck you. You chew it all up and spit it back in your plate. I'm like, I yeah. take, I'm giving this back to you. 
<laughs> I kept trying, and it never tasted like bacon. <laughs> Didn't work for me. I'm out. Didn't work for me. I'm out of this. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting experiment. I'm glad we could do that here, and I can't wait to yeah. tell my coworkers tomorrow that I tried it. So it'll be good. Exactly. And when I'm on just... a podcast, and then they can come listen to it. Yes, doing a visual bit on an audio podcast was great. It was very, very good. So absolutely. And when I'm just firing out both ends tomorrow because of this, right? because you know the mustard is you know two years old. <laughs> yes. Well, to be that fair, was... it said Best Buy two years ago. So right. So that's it's, what it said it's best. Look, it's still good. It's just not as good as it could have been. That's mm-hmm. all that. That's all that's right. saying. Each day, it's just a little bit worse than when its best date was. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just Look, like all of us, also... as we are slowly dying, we're a day exactly. worse than when we were when we were at our best. The world shut down for a year. So if it went bad in October, if it said Best Buy October 2019. 2020 was just paused. So right now you're only just a few months past. You know what? Yeah, I'm like six or seven months past. It's That's totally it. fine. You're That's fine. not even mathematically correct. It's more like eight months, but still it's good. Whatever. It's just, it's, Whatever. but it's, it's eight months, not 15. Exactly. That's what it yeah. is. You shave yeah. seven months off of there and you're good. You know, exactly. it's all or good. 18 or whatever it is. You don't, math. I don't math. You don't. <laughs> I don't math. Justin's not happy. Jared says, please buy me mustard. <laughs> to be fair, mustard is the only condiment in the house that I use. Like no one else in my house likes it. And I, yeah. I prefer Dijon. So I don't know how long I've had that yellow mustard in there for. So obviously since before 2019. Let's so. get the GoFundMe started. Hashtag buy Doug mustard. Get Doug new yellow mustard. <laughs> Oof. Wow. It's like, submit your subs now to make sure I can afford some new yellow mustard. We'll put that up as the thing. I need new yellow mustard. Expired since October 2019. How much is a bit? Is it one cent? Well, you can do it in in, a hundred is what basically you can. Yeah. A bit is a cent, but essentially. A bit is a cent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Guys, we're going to need you to send us roughly three to 500 bits. All right. (laughs) Jared, shoot a hundred bits. Oh, shit. (laughs) Guys, we're so close to getting Doug new mustard. <laughs> Here's some bits for mustard. We're so close to getting Doug mustard. If you, oh, I wish I had through the eyes, through the eyes of. <laughs> if you want to support your local Doug and yeah. get him mustard that's not able to vote, donate your bits now. Yeah, donate yeah. your bits. That just sounds gross. <laughs> donate right? your bits for Doug. Hey. You want Doug to have some mustard on his watermelon? Yeah. Well, click that mouse over the donate the bits. Get your bits out for Doug's mustard consumption. Mm. What other fruit do you want me to put it on? God, Jared gave us more. 200 bits. Oh, guys. Guys, we are so close to giving Doug a new bottle of mustard. Is it going to be Plotchman's? Is it going to be French's? What's it going to be? Let's go to Joe's website right now and see what is the cheapest mustard we can afford. (laughs) If you keep those bits rolling in, Doug will be able to get that fancy mustard everyone dreams of having on their watermelon. That gray Poupon, baby. You want some gray Poupon on your melon made of water? Donate bits. (laughs) I'm all out of (laughs) bits. It's all good, man. That was completely unnecessary, but thank you for oh, the bits. We appreciate it. Amazing. Woo! Well, that was a, a nice intro to the show. <clears throat> yeah. Let's get right, into guys. it. 
Time for the throwdown. <laughs> I want to start actually. If you haven't with heard, the, Disney uh, recently edited oh, the no, after credit scene of the last here. episode of Sorry, WandaVision. <laughs> that sucks. I know to stop that. Uh, uh, I want to start with the Marvel one. I want to. I want to lead off with that one because I'm in a good right, mood. Yeah. I want to keep going. This is going exactly as we planned last night. You know what this is, Slotty. You know how we roll. Yeah. Um, no, because there's no way this is what the pod was supposed to be. No, of course not. No. Throw down watermelon man versus mustard Dylan. <laughs> oh, the fake news. Uh, so yes, this is actually based on uh, an article that Jared shared in our discord the other day about mm-hmm. how Marvel has changed or it pre- updated the WandaVision post credits sequence. Got and, re-edited. and what I, and that's such a misleading title for mm-hmm. what this is because I was like, Oh, I wonder what this is. And the, you right. know, Oh, they changed like something about the narrative of it. Ooh, yeah. what are they going to? Yeah. And there's the, the internet was a buzz of, Ooh, it's Dr. Strange. And there's now a shadow of him coming down and of the mountain. And it's just like, Oh, and right. also um, where'd the duck go? Right. So what happened was apparently, which is, this is so strange to me that I understand that the TV show is, yeah, I'm sorry. I, this, which is so Doctor Strange to me is that the TV show, like w- when you see these when they get released, they're not they don't have all nine, ten episodes in the can ready to go. Like they are finishing them mm-hmm. as they're released. Which in my mind, I was like, oh, these mm-hmm. movies are done like six months in advance. It's like, no, 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 no. They're, they're they're editing up to the last minute. Like they're tweaking stuff and doing stuff. Like they're constantly fidgeting. So, but what I find interesting is apparently in this post credit sequence. Um, there were a couple of things that for some reason were distracting or whatever that they didn't catch in their first one, which I didn't notice. Didn't notice a goddamn one of them at all. No. Apparently there's a duck in the water. And they're like, which, get again, that, I would say get that duck out of there. Why? Why is the duck distracting? Right? I don't even notice it. Of, they're like, it doesn't look yeah. like Donald. Get it the fuck out of there. Right. Again, I say that they probably took it out because they didn't want people making Howard the Duck references they were like oh god it's a descendant it's a descendant right yeah um i don't there's that trees they added trees okay well it's like we need more trees right they were this is their statement against deforestation Mm -hmm. this is how marvel takes a stance and then apparently when you get to the cabin there's like a light coming out of a window that was apparently very distracting which again i didn't notice if i did i forgot about it so it's completely so it's a it's it's literally one it's it's probably two frames mm-hmm. just just boom and it just it's gone as quick as you see it mm-hmm. and how is that ruining the show how is that distracting well not only that how do people know that this happened is there an announcement that's like oh just so you know we have an update or did it just happen and the people are like hey this is different. There's no duck. Like, are there release notes or something? Patch notes? That's like, hey, just so you know. Like, how do people know, know that this happened? You know that there are those fucking nerds out there. And I say that as nerds ourselves. Like, before before the, uh, you know, before the threads blow up, I say that as nerds ourselves. But there are those types of nerds that just, every they sit there and they analyze over and over and over the same way that I've watched Ted Lasso an embarrassing amount of times. There are people that have watched this the same and they see the, the all the little differences, I guess, but it's like how, cause this must've been changed recently. I assume, right? 
Presumably. And then people are, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going back and rewatching the show. Right. But to, to, but to notice these things, like, yeah, I mean, unless announcement, I don't know why they would announce something that dumb. Right. Like in, in because the only, sorry, go ahead. I just like to, to, to be able to catch those things. Like, right. Because I have to assume there was no announcement because the thing, like, unless Disney was going, hey, look, mea culpa, we are so sorry about that light. We understand that ruined so many people's experiences. That's our, that's our bad. And please let this re-edit reflect how sorry we are and how committed we are to making things right to our fans and our viewing audience. Unless they said something like that, there's zero reason for them to say, hey, guys, we removed a speck of light, a duck and added trees yeah. that's not a press release that's that's beyond a slow news day yeah right so this happens and there's the speck of light justin i think you have a better understanding of what happened to remove this so take <clears throat> us take us through what happened with this speck. sure and there's a really great in that same article that that jared posted there's a really great someone uh who is an editor or familiar with editing software went through and showed exactly like he did it. He basically, they took the light, they masked it out. They, they drew a mask around it in an editing software and they removed it. And in the previous frames, they, they left that mask in. And so what you saw was that mask just coming, coming down the mountain. And when it hits, he, and he showed uh, the screen, he showed the actual film playing with the dots of the mask visible and it tracks perfectly all the way down right to the point where the light was and it's now removed. And then the scene continues on. So all they did is they put this mask around the light. They, they, they disappeared it and they just never, they didn't start it at that point. They just let it run for, I don't know, uh, you know, 50 frames prior, however, 24 frames prior, however long, two, three seconds. Um, and and that was it. So it was just, it was basically lazy editing. That's all it was. It was someone, they probably put an intern on it and the intern was just like, oh man, all right, I guess I'll do this. This seems so stupid. Or it was a really smart intern and he's like, watch me break the fucking internet. How big would you say this this mask was? How, how you know? I mean, a, it was big enough to cover literally a dot of light coming through a hole in a wall. It was small. So very small. It was so small. What I mean, people... roughly the size, I would say roughly the size of like, if you were, I don't even know, probably smaller than someone's head when it's on screen. So what happened from this was as this masked area was like pulled out and it showed onto the mountaintop, Again, reiterating how small this was, people were like, that's Doctor Strange's shadow. He's coming to see Wanda. Right. And these are the things. Was it Kevin the intern? These are the things. It's a, Jared does bring up from a, a wider shot. It looks like a larger object. Sure. I mean, it's, you know, perspective and everything. But anyway, go ahead. What I can't stand about this sort of stuff is the nerds out there. <laughs> look at this and they're like they just start extrapolating they start creating theories and they right. start running with it and i'm like guys because they are guys guys 
if they were going to tease Doctor Strange, it wouldn't be a minuscule shadow that's a blink and you'll miss it. That's barely visible. Kind of thing. Like they would do something much more obvious to get that boner going in your pants. They wouldn't do yes. some obscure. Yes, there are Easter eggs that are blinking. You miss it and they're gone. But those were the old days of Marvel. Those were yeah. the thing, fang, foom on a billboard in a split second during Iron Man one when he's fighting, you know, the end sequence. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do those anymore. The, the Easter eggs are mostly up in your face, like all the time. Like they are there. I mean, you can go frame by frame and maybe catch some other stuff like Howard the Duck and the portal sequence and Endgame. Like he he's there. But yeah. for the most part, especially for something like Doctor Strange, they're not going to tease him with a little blip of a shadow on a fucking mountain. No, they're going to show him floating down in the foreground and you see his cape and they're like, oh, that's a doctor. They're not going to be like, did you see the shadow? Like, no one's going to fucking do that. That's so dumb. You would would see something like uh, a sling ring portal. Yes. Like you would see like you and you might not even see him or his feet or his cape. You would see. But it would be far more direct and far more evident than something that you have to go frame by frame to pick out. And it, it's it's yeah. absurd to think. And you may go, well, how do you know? Because we fucking know. Because this is how it's been done. Never once before have they ever teased something this minuscule. Ever. Because yes. what's they the couldn't point? Keep fucking, they could not keep the Hulk in their pants for Thor Ragnarok. No. They had to like just show the world like, this is going to be in the movie. Yeah. So they don't have subtlety. <laughs> There's well, nothing subtle. yeah the the stuff that they're going to tease it's just it's not going to be that trivial like at the end of falcon and winter soldier with with uh agent carter you know someone zoomed in on the last sequence when she's on the phone and you could see that she's wearing contacts they're like is she a scroll and here's the thing maybe she is but i don't think it's because of the like they're like look at her eyes their eyes i'm like I don't think scrolls need contact. I think to, it's her uh, contact. That's what I think it is. Or right. at the end of, of Spider-Man Far From Home and, and Fury's walking through this, the, the sword ship and there's a, a panel off to the side that shows like a, a hexagon. They're like, is that Wanda's hex? It's like, guys, no, it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not. Right. Eat shit. Like, quit doing <laughs> that stuff. Quit it. Eat shit. You heard Quit it here first. It. Knock it <laughs> off. Like it's just, yeah. you know, <clears throat> is it fun? Sure. Like, listen, I've theory crafted with the best slash worst of them. Like, I've absolutely done that. Would that be a cool thing? That's cause listen, what's cool about Marvel is they connect all this shit together. And it's right. fun to see those connections, especially since Spider-Man Far From Home takes place nine months after WandaVision. So the, right. but I would also argue at that point, why would the hex be up there nine months later? Like, right on the sword blew ship. that shit up. Yeah, on the sword ship, they're dealing with space shit. I don't think he's gonna Fury is gonna be worrying about fucking Wanda on Earth, right? During her, you know, horrible meltdown, he's not worried about that. He's focused on other stuff, right? And is that kind of cool? Sure, but to me, like, that's why I'm like, listen. Sometimes fans come up with great theories, but there's also a reason why you guys don't have the job that the Feige's of the world have. All right. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Okay. No, no, knock it off. Knock it off. 
it drives me bonkers. Justin's not happy. So glad we have that now. I said no. But that being said, did you see the new Shang-Chi yeah. trailer? I keep forgetting to... I, I saw that got released, and I keep forgetting to watch it. Damn it's it. It's good. It's pretty good. I need there's, to go watch okay. There's a big Easter egg in that one. I heard that it was laden with Easter eggs. Yeah. Yes, and there's a real big one. Do you want me to tell you what it is? No, I want to see it. Cool. So here's what happens. <laughs> God damn it. Well, the thing is, someone in the chat's going to ruin it for me, so you may as well just tell me. Maybe. No, I mean, if you don't want me to tell me, I won't tell you. Oh, good. Okay. I was you're like, just, well, who's going to be... Chat. I was, I'm like, who's going to be the first one to do it? Um, Noah said he's already excited for the trailer. He doesn't need an excited for the movie. Doesn't need another trailer for it. Yeah. I don't mind another trailer because I'm not as familiar with Shang-Chi. So the first one was just like more, which is really what the teasers are, right? They're pizzazz. They're to grab oh, your yeah. attention. And now I don't need another trailer after this. I'm good. I'm good to go. But this one yeah. gives you more information. Like what the, you know, this sets up story. Sets it's setting up the story like the Mandarin, yeah. the Ten Rings, things like that. Like it's it's giving you a little more, you know, depth. It's a little more yeah. serious than the first one was. And um yeah, I'm pumped for it. I think it looks great. But there was uh something I just, I didn't even acknowledge it at first and then people were like, "Oh, did you see who's in this trailer?" I was like, "Oh shit, I totally missed that." <laughs> oh, I'm excited now. Okay, see, I got to go watch it. I got to like, fucking okay. watch it now. Yeah, I won't I won't ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. But I'm like, oh, cool. That's see, yeah. that's cool. And that's how they do it. I, it's I'm not some shadow yeah. from a mirror that some character is. It's actually a boom guy, you know, yeah. who's in there. It's like, sorry. No, yeah. no it's just, ugh. It's I'm getting more pumped for, for phase four. And I'm, I heard, I read a little bit more about uh, what Raimi's got planned and just how horror focused it's going to be. Um, and I, 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 I'm excited because how long, how often have you and I talked about, why don't you just take genres and put them against like when, um, what was it? Winter soldier came out and you were geeked out. Cause you're just like, this is fucking great. Cause this is an espionage movie set in the backdrop of a Marvel film of a superhero mm -hmm. film. Yeah. So now that we're going to get a true horror one, cause we've talked about that too, for a while is how cool would it be to see a legitimately scary movie? But set in this universe, I think that's going to be fucking amazing. They tried to do that with New Mutants. And unfortunately, that movie. I have that on my queue. I still want to watch it, but I'm. Let I me know feel how like it I know is. What I'm, I feel like I know what I'm in for, and it's going to be a disappointment. Don't have the time to waste yeah. on that. So let me know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I appreciate that too. Like, because I think what will be really interesting is. Doctor Strange, I think, is inherently like can lead itself to some pretty terrifying elements. Sure. Like just the different realms and things like that. Has anyone watched New Mutants? I read a review of it that was like, damn it, they tried, but this movie went through absolute the worst production hell and it happened. It exists. Yeah. They finished it. So they can say that happened, you know, but that's about all they could say oh. for it. Speaking of production hell, sorry, not to mm, go ahead. change the topic. Uh, I just listened to um, Edgar Wright on a podcast uh, and he was talking he, about his new movie, but they were like, we'd be remiss if we didn't kind of touch on some of what's happened in your career, yada, yada. And they brought up the Ant-Man thing. And he, I thought it was really cool because he goes, yeah, he goes, that kind of took on a life of its own. It's far less dramatic than the soap opera that it was made out to be. Really? And she was like, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, basically what happened is he goes, we spent a lot of time developing it. 
by the when we started out, it was very much cool. We want you and we want your vision. By the time we were ready to start production on the movie, the Marvel machine was already going. They knew how they liked things to look. They knew how the story, like a lot of things were kind of preset. They knew the look they wanted. They knew the pacing. They knew all this stuff. So Edgar basically said, you don't need me. You hire me for my vision. So he's like, at that point, I was like, just find someone else. Like, I don't, I, I don't need to be the one to do this. And then he's like, I still got story credit on it. So that's, yeah. that's nice. Cause I still get residuals. <laughs> so for sure. Um, but yeah, but he was, I thought it was interesting to hear him address that. And he was like, yeah, that was, and the Buster Keaton photo that he posted afterwards. He's like, yeah, that was completely out of context. The Buster Keaton appreciation society sent me a photo and I liked it and I posted it. It was in no way, shape or form commentary on me leaving the studio system because I had a buddy text me and he's like, he explained how that could be taken out of context. And he was like, Oh yeah, I, I went, yeah, I probably should take that down, but that's not how it was meant. So like all that's of awesome. that stuff was just this perfect storm of, of misinformation and, and people piling on. Uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting how stories can take on a life of their own. That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Right. Because that, that sounded like a contentious sort of like Edgar Wright yeah. was like, Oh, if you're not going to do it my way, then I'm out of here. You know, but, right. Because I remember watching the uh, test footage of that, of, of Ant-Man. And I was seeing that. I'm like, I'm in, I yeah. don't care what comes after this, but I am in. And they did such a phenomenal job of like, just if, if I was an executive, it's like, how are we going to do this? And somebody showed me that test footage. I'm like, cool, go ahead cleared yeah because they showcased how this character is going to move what it's going to yeah. look like they're going to be small then they're going to be big but they're going to be doing i was like that's fucking awesome i was like yeah cool it's going to be a heist movie awesome so cool just again just had the rotten look on yeah just had the rotten look of following huge impactful movies like you know uh avengers 2 and then uh, Infinity War. Like, it's so hard to go from these giant epic, just the stakes are so high to, we're going to steal some shit, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like, it, it Wait, was did refreshing. Did it come out after Infinity War? The the second one did. The Ant-Man second Wasp one. Okay, came I was out like, yeah. after Infinity War. And it was like, yeah. man, I just watched uh, again, Infinity War. Again, we're back to low stakes. <laughs> How am I supposed to? I loved them. Absolutely loved both of those sure, movies. Yeah. They're phenomenal. But it's just like, <laughs> After watching Infinity War, I'm like, I, I don't know, man. A quantum Realm? I mean, who gives a shit? But obviously, it, it ends up mattering. Right, uh, it but, paid off big time. Yeah, and the, the end credits, like the, that was a pretty big moment where he goes into Quantum Realm and it comes back and everyone's dusted away. It's it's right. heart-wrenching heart uh, to see that. But uh, yeah, I I it always makes me happy to hear like these things that were big tiffs were actually just blown out of proportion. I'm like... For some reason, right. I have no skin in this game. I'm like, I'm glad Edgar Wright and Marvel are on good terms. Well, that's what he said, too. He's like, this in no way, shape or form means that I won't ever do a franchise movie. He goes, I just want to be I want to do the first in a franchise because he's he's like he, he, they, they spent some of the time talking about to the concept of Hollywood being out of new ideas. And he's like, without a new idea, any franchise that exists wouldn't exist. There needed to be a new idea to start that franchise. So I don't understand what he said. I don't understand why studios won't take more chances on new ideas because they could have 10 times the amount of franchises if they were just try new ideas. Well, and that's the thing is I think that's where it 
companies like Netflix, HBO Max are scooping that stuff up. You know, like things yeah. like uh, Jupiter's Legacy, which unfortunately I saw got canceled on Netflix, and I didn't realize this was absolutely just mired in production problems behind the scenes. I didn't know that either. Which was, that was a show that production value-wise I thought was lacking, but I really right. you enjoyed- compared it to a CW show. Yeah, but I really mistaken. enjoyed the story because yeah. it was less, because I was like, oh good, another superhero show but it was so much more than that and it's cool i really enjoyed it and i was like oh this will be kind of cool to see out and it's based on you know mark miller's universe and i guess this was they were they were going to use this as like the jumping off point for the millerverse is what they were calling it and having other parts of his of his his works that i think they're still going ahead with some of the other pieces but jupiter's legacy i think is just going to stop there but it's still going to somehow be connected to that yeah that's a perfect example right sweet tooth Another show that's like based that on a comic. Show you like. The, right. Yeah, exactly. It's all about uh, sweets and then also getting root canals, you know, and <laughs> getting new teeth. Um, yeah. It's a and, it's a yeah. it's a competition show with dentists who can perform the fastest root canal. Gotcha. Jared says it's not canceled. They're planning to reformat it, which is probably worse. It'll be yep. made into an anthology series, which I don't know. Anthologies can work. You know, it just it just depends, you know, if done um, right, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm definitely not against anthologies. I mean, uh, Black Mirror is an anthology. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots anthology. Like, I kind of like the idea of these short stories that exist in the same universe. Twilight Zone, yeah. Noah's uh, another good one. Like, they Room can work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on HBO. Yeah, it was, again, it was just... If you do an, an interesting one... Like, Black Mirror was great because it takes modern technology and twists it and goes cool what if this went awry yeah room 104 is great because it basically said there's this one hotel room here's all the things that happen in, in it and it's a different story every week so if you do it different it can it can it can be very cool yeah i i think that's a especially the concept of room 104 because i've always wondered i'm like you go into a hotel room being like i'm the only person that's ever been in here it's like no nope. you're absolutely not no. Well, what has happened in here? And that's such a cool, right. of course, the Duplass brothers would come up with something like that. That's just such a right. great idea uh, to go through all that. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Edgar Rand on that one. Like, it's hard because I guess the, the, whether or not this is true, I don't know, is the, conce- the, the conceit that you have to try and then explain and generate buy-in for an mm-hmm. audience. So like, this is why you should come over here and check this out. But again, as far as I'm concerned, this is like no different than any other, any other business venture, right? Right. You have to invest in something hoping that it will pan out. And I know it's yeah. easier to be like, this already has brand awareness. Let's just keep building on this. It's less right. work for us. I can say Fast and Furious 13. People already, you hear Fast and Furious, they know what they're getting. I don't have right. to build that from the ground up. I'm like, yeah. But also, if you want those big baby cash cow bucks... You got to invest. You got to yeah. pick something. You got to find something. You got to develop it. You got to nurture it. You got to grow it. And then you got to fuck it. Right. And then, and then you fuck the plant. And then you fuck the plant. I, there's one thing uh, he, as again, in this the larger conversation that they were having about franchises versus new movies, he had said, he's like, I don't, if I never see another X-Men movie, I don't need another one. I've seen a lot of stories about X-Men. I don't know what else you can tell me that's new. I, I'm sure there are new stories to tell. I don't need it. 
I need what I'd rather see is a completely unique idea that I've never heard of before. A brand new story that takes me to a different world yeah. that I'm not familiar with because I understand the laws of and I'm I'm expounding upon what he was saying. But basically, he understands he understands the weapon. I know what this is. I've had, what, 13, 17 movies or something like that. I get it. One could make a similar argument for Avengers or anything DC related. We know what's going on. And if they stopped tomorrow, okay, it would suck, but okay. And I, there's a part of me that agrees. I'm like, I don't need to see another, I don't need to see another Fast and Furious. I don't need to see another thing. We've seen this story. We know it. I would much rather have a really unique story come out and it can follow a, it can be a heist movie. We've all Mm -hmm. seen them, but tell me a unique one. That's why I enjoyed The Witcher so much. You know, it's a fantasy show based on a book that's game that's based on a book right and it's unique it's a unique it's a fun another take on a fantasy world that i'm like cool i'm i'm down for that let's let's try that out you know let's let's see and it was wildly successful it was very well made and i look forward to season two and you know i i'm happy to see these things come to life you know sandman you know they're giving a shot with sandman you know like Let's do it, Absolutely. man. Let's let's take some let's let's do this. And I again, I think this is where the Netflixes and the streaming services of the world have the upper hand. Yeah. Because they can let these things breathe. They can They've take turned- eight to thirteen episodes, which have you noticed that the episodes are getting shorter for seasons now? Yeah, I have. They used to I mean before T V was like what, 20, 24? It was 24. Twenty four. Twenty two to twenty four, depending. Yeah. Then Netflix was like theirs were all like thirteen episodes, and then they started dipping. Now Loki's gonna be six, I think. Loki's six. I think WandaVision was like what, nine, ten, nine? WandaVision was nine. I think it was I felt like it was an odd number. I think or it something. was nine. And then yeah, yeah Falcon was, But the thing about those two is what I don't mind is these could very well potentially be a limited series. Absolutely. And, and they that's work the thing. Just fine. That's the thing with like Sandman that I, you don't need to turn this into a franchise. Tell that story and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And like Jared said, yeah, but they, but they tell, but the comics keep telling new stories with the same characters. They do. But again, like it's like someone watching the, the days of our lives for 50 years. It's no different than reading the comic books for, for 50 years. You're following the same characters. At some point, I, I just want a new character. This is why I fell out of love with The Walking Dead. Ugh. After 11 seasons, now, again, I will be, I I feel like I owe it to myself just to finish it because they're going to be wrapping it up. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, we're, we've seen this. It's this. Now we're starting to get repetitive. We're seeing the same story over and over. Let's end this. Let's see what else we got. And yeah. I don't, I don't need it to be another the fear of the walking dead and the walking of the dead new class and all the, you know, I don't need that. Let's, Again, let's capitalizing, capitalizing on the brand, right? We're right. going to do these spinoffs. We're gonna, it, it's just like, like badlands, for example, mm-hmm. may not a hit from an audience standpoint, but what a great original, like they, they took a swing. Yeah. They took a swing. Yeah. I think that's what needs to be celebrated more. Like, you know, I've talked about this. It's too easy to just shit on stuff that doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Like, ah, that failed. But it's like, at the same time, man, I, I'd rather see someone take a chance and miss than, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing worse than seeing something come out and you're like, ah, wow, we're really going through the motions on this, aren't we? <laughs> like you see the business side of this is just like, yeah, 
trying to it's like just a, it's like just pressed up with the a thin, a thin yeah. condom it's like i'm gonna bust out of here real soon you know it's just its face is just i'm like i see what this is and right. sometimes i'm not mad at it sometimes i'm like ah, fuck it. it you know like i get it whatever man like capitalize yeah. on what you have like go for it whatever hey if people listen fast and furious is not for me i love that people love that franchise I absolutely sure. love it because I absolutely. look at us. I'm like, I bet that's really fun. I'm just not into it. Like, right. The fact that people are like, yeah, this movie's coming out. I'm into it. I'm like, good for you, man. Like, go enjoy it. Like, go, go enjoy that ride because I'm on my own ride right now. And, right. you know, and I'm enjoying whatever I'm enjoying. And I think, um, I don't know. I, I really, I really like and, and respect Edgar Wright. I've always enjoyed his unique style, his mm-hmm. unique perspective on things. And to hear to hear him break that down, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. I, and, and it almost like encourages me again to keep going with stuff that I'm trying to create um, and trying to, you know, figure out like my inspirations because I always get in my head where I'm like, oh, this has already been done before. Like, mm-hmm. The story I'm about to tell is not new. But at the same time, I'm like, let's write it, man. Let's tell the story. Get it out there. Just right. have fun with it and whatever. Like, I'm not trying to be. I do the same thing when I write music. I'm like, no, oh, this song has probably been written before. It's like, who cares, man? Oh, this will never be top 40. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, I feel like everything I make is so derivative. You know, it's, sure. it's, it's so. But the only way that you get to the good stuff is to go through that. Yeah. You've got to make the, you've got to make the copies in order to get your, in order to find your voice. Exactly. And, and I think most people will say that is that the first, when you first start out, I can't remember. I was listening to someone else talk about making movies and they're like, the first movie that you make is going to be a ripoff of one of your favorite movies. And the second movie you make will look a little less like that favorite movie. And yeah. the third movie you make will make, will look a little less like that movie. And then eventually you make your own movie. Yeah. He goes, but it might be seven movies in before you make your movie. Yeah, it's and the that's same thing. okay. Yeah, it's the same thing with comics, right? People starting out sound like the comics that they idolize. Absolutely. And then over time, they're like, oh, shit, I sound just like them. And then they start developing their own voice, their own perspective, their own point of view. And yeah. And they start applying it, and they, they kind of go from there. And that's the same thing, too. Like, I can enjoy the same themes. You know, there's always themes that intrigue me. The idea sure. of, you know shades of gray in a dis- in decisions right like yeah nothing is necessarily black and white because black and white to me is boring you know <laughs> i'm evil because i'm evil i'm good because i'm good like those are boring ass characters and <laughs> nobody wants to watch someone who's totally good or totally evil there's nothing more compelling than maybe someone doing the wrong thing for the right reasons right or doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. Like watching people or characters play out these sorts of stories in different settings, I find absolutely fascinating. It's different elements and, uh, and things. And it's just, I'm constantly inspired by, like I have another idea for a short story that I'll run by you like off mic, but it was inspired by a scene in a show. It was just a okay. scene. There was no words. But in this one scene, it was incredibly like uncomfortable for me. Just I put myself in this character's like position, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of 
oh, and I, th- I thought about from kind of like the victim side and also from the person that what I was like, oh, yeah. What if, and I just, my brain started going, it just launched from that scene yep. and I started like concocting this story of like, whoa, what if? And I was like, put it on the list. Yeah. Put it on the That's, list. <laughs> I, I get, the, my favorite is when you're watching something, I don't know if this happens to you, but I've more than once I've, I've been watching something and I have to pause what I'm watching because I realized I'm not watching anymore. I'm off thinking about, I've, I've expounded upon one idea that i just saw and i'm over here just concocting this this world or this story or what if you took that this direction and then i'm like oh fuck i've missed 15 minutes of the film i gotta stop it that's, that's been me like, for the last that inspiration that's been me for the last two weeks listening to podcasts on my walks all of a Love sudden it. i'm like i have to fucking stop because i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking about other things and i'm thinking right. i'm creating i'm like i'm fucking missing what i'm listening to right now like and i just pause and i walk in silence just letting it go i'm like guys as i've learned i'm like don't fight the inspiration <laughs> lean into it let it right. go don't shut it down because there's gonna be times you're like where's the inspiration it's like well you fucking shut it down right just l- the, feed it the worst thing you can do is if you have inspiration strike go i'll come back to this nope. never come back to it nope. you stop what you're doing let that play itself out. And then you get back to whatever you're, then you get back to your regularly scheduled program. Exactly. But if that inspiration hits you, you drop what the fuck you're doing and you listen to it. I've that heard stories. The, that's the key of musicians. Like what, what's his name? Uh, the, the lead singer of Slipknot would wake up in the middle yeah. of the night and he'd have to like, he'd turn on the light, grab his notepad and start writing. And his wife would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And she got used to it. Or she's like, he's yeah. got an idea. He's like, I, yep. I got to write this down. I got to write this down because yeah, I, 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 if I let this go, I'll be so mad at myself. And I've occasionally done that where I've had a thought and I'm like, record this, just record this right now because yeah. you don't trust yourself. Write it down somewhere. Just get the concept of it, put it down. And then you can maybe at least work on it later. Like that's what right. I try to do. And I did that when I had that moment while I was watching that show, I'm like, got the notepad on my phone. I'm like, let's write this down. Good. Good. <laughs> She, I just love the concept that the, uh, the, she, she, he's, he's feverishly writing in the middle of the night and she wakes up the next morning and reads and it's just, I push my fingers into my eyes. It's the only way that I can, what the fuck is he dreaming about? (laughs) No more Reuben sandwiches before bed. No, no more. Fucked up thoughts. There, but he goes, but let's throw some double bass drum in there and right. some sick guitar. You're going to fucking hold love. on. Hold on. You, you haven't heard me hit this keg with a baseball bat. Okay. This is going to make the hold song. On. Let me, instead of just reading that out loud, let me scream it to you and you're going to see what I mean. <laughs> I wrote you a love song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or she gets out, uh, she, she wakes up in the morning, looks at the pad of paper, and it just says, Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah! So, we're doing oh, something. Wait. Sorry. A little oh, different. Ah! <laughs> I knew so- I had it, I just couldn't get to it. Hold enough. on, let Go me ahead. get there. We're doing something different with the Throwdown this week. Um, I'm going to see how it goes. There is a... May keep going. Shadow Council. The Shadow Throwdown Council, which exists, which is key members of our Discord community, have come together. The Council of Elders, as Lottie just said. It has come together 
to instead of us we used to do the throwdown where Justin would just make it up during the show. And that was then, the OG throwdown. And then we got professional. Slotty joined us as our producer and we started pre-planning these ahead of time so we would know. Yes. And then it got to the point when we would do our production meetings, we would spend more time trying to think of throwdown, you know, uh, opponents that I, I asked the question, I'm like, does the throwdown need to exist anymore? Like, have we, have it, has it run its course? Yeah. Because the thing is, after you've done 300 throwdowns, like, think about it. That is 600 individuals that have gone against each other. Some actually more because there are some like the one we did where it was, uh, was it Catwoman versus Black Widow, Black Widow versus uh, Ronda Rousey and Black Widow versus uh, whatever they. Some of them turn into multiples, so, you know? Right. So like we've had over 600 individuals fight each other. So Doug asking this was very, very founded. <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do? So Slotty pulled together the Council of Elders. And to bring back some of that magic, uh, they have decreed that they would come together with throwdowns. And we would not know what they were until the throwdown. So we are kind of getting a little bit of that OG method curated by some of the most special people in our Discord. So... With that being said, I'm going to turn my eyes over to our notes and see who we have this week. Justin. This week's throwdown is Tyler Durden versus Mr. Hyde. Are we talking, wait, Mr. Hyde, like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde? That's, that's the one. Interesting. And Tyler Durden, obviously from Fight Club. Tyler Durden, oh, obviously, from Mrs. They're, Doubtfire. They're, they're alter egos, right? Alter yes, egos. Exactly. Fighting each other. All right. This is all, all right. This is cool. This is cool. So, um, all right. All right. You want to take Tyler Durden? I'll take uh, Mr. Hyde. Well, I do like the uh, that Tyler Durden's alias is Dr. Jekyll. Huh? By Marla Singer, incorrectly. Which I believe was uh, who was the? Uh, well, it was um, wasn't it Helen Helena Bohem Carter? Helena Helen Bonham Helena Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Wasn't she? Wasn't that who it was in Fight Club? No. Yes. Was it? Yes. yes. Anyway, Tyler Durden, who uh, powers and skills, advanced fighting skills, chemistry knowledge, high intelligence charisma or charisma and manipulation <laughs> interesting yes um, so pretty much a dude a figment of one's imagination but still a dude and there was a fight club video game yeah starring get this <laughs> as, as a bonus person in there was fred durst from limp biscuit oh that's someone i don't have I I feel I feel gross that I don't have Limp Biscuit. I need Limp Biscuit. Gotta have anyway. That's gonna be the 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 clip. Gotta have right before I said. (laughs) Gotta have. I think I had the thing is I had Limp Biscuit. Yeah, and yeah, that was anyway. Um. Okay. So yeah, basically Tyler Durden is just a dude who's got uh. Uh, he's a he's a brawler. He's a scrapper. He can take a licking and keep on ticking. Wait, there was a Fight Club two. It was a comic. 
I need to stop reading this article. This is <laughs> I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic here. All right, Doug, tell us about Edward Hyde. So Edward Hyde is first of all listed as an evildoer. So there's that. Mm. His occupation is scientist and also murderer. Uh, his powers and skills are strength, high intelligence, impressive willpower. His hobbies include killing people, mentally torturing Jekyll, spending time with Lucy, who apparently I guess is Jekyll's love interest, and enjoying chaos and pain. Mm. So his goals so are to take over Dr. Jekyll's body and commit murders in all of London. <laughs> Crimes, mass murder, child abuse, assault and battery. Oh my. So yeah. I, I guess I didn't go through that. Yeah. So uh, Tyler's occupation, he's maker and seller of high quality soaps, creator of the Fight Club, leader of Project Mayhem. Hobbies include causing chaos, uh, fighting in the Fight Club, uh, tormenting the narrator, sleeping with Marla, and philosophizing. Goals are drive society to chaos by destroying economic, uh, economical buildings, conce uh, convince the downtrodden into joining Fight Club to become more confident by using violence, make the narrator share his point of view. Crimes include vandalism, assault, kidnapping, attempted murder, serial homicide. Oh, no, that's the book only. We're yeah. going to go vandalism, assault, kidnapping, and attempted murder. The type of villain... Durden is a disassociative anarchist, and Edward Hyde is disassociative sadist. Ooh, so I'm like going to give the edge to Hyde here, as Hyde's goals involve murder, whereas yes. Tyler Durden's goals involve like leveling the socioeconomic landscape. So Pure I don't chaos. think Tyler's not above killing, right? But that's not his goal. But Hyde, yeah, Hyde is mass murder yes. and child abuse. Uh, abuse. He is one sick pup. Uh, yeah. Also, strength. I know at least in a lot of the times he's depict. Look, we're gonna take. Uh, what's that one Sean Connery movie? Oh, uh, League of Extraordinary League Gentlemen. Of Extra we're gonna take that and we're gonna just put it on a shelf, put it aside. We won't talk about it right now. In other uh, media's, when he's been depicted. He has been depicted as someone of slightly advanced strength. He is, he's not superhero, but he is more than a mortal man. Mm -hmm. um, so I just feel like he has that, he's got that devilish side to him that can't be tamed. Uh, Jared says, uh, Tyler Durden blew up buildings. Yeah, but they were empty. So I can blow up garbage cans. What, what now? Uh, Slotty says Durden's chemical knowledge has to play a factor here. Not when it comes to a fight. Because if this is just a straight up fight, he's not, he's not about the chemicals. You know, his chemical knowledge applies to yeah. his goals. It doesn't apply to his fighting. So Tyler Durden equals poor evil Batman. Mr. Hyde equals poor evil Hulk. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yes, that's perfect, Jared. Uh, Slotty did say he took a gunshot to the face. That's very true. No, that was the narrator that took a gunshot to the face. Which, in fairness, is Tyler Durden. Yeah, and Tyler Durden died from that, so. Mm. Fuck. That's yeah. a good one, Doug. Thanks, man. That's meta, bro. Or yeah, did I he? Just... He did. He did. Bum, bum, bum. Wait, he did. I have that. Why did I do that? So... <laughs> I haven't, I focus mainly on one small section of this soundboard. I have so many more things I need to bring in. That's hilarious. I, 
I would say, man, I, the thing is, every time I feel like I've seen Jekyll or uh, Hyde brought around, he's just he's he's just enhanced. He's a little bit more than what Durden is. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Durden would like cackle the entire he would be he would be loving this fight. He would be so into it. And Hyde was trying to rip him apart. Durden would just be like, is that all you got? And he would, you know, he would just, he'd be, he'd be scrapping. Where I think Tyler is powerful is against people who believe in the established order. That's who I think he is. That's like when that mobster Lou comes down to the basement and he was basically yeah. like, get the fuck out of my basement. And he's just laughing as the guy's beating the shit out of him. Tyler Durden is owning that situation. He owns mm -hmm. that moment. Hyde right. is also a man of chaos. Yes. He is a, a creature. He is the evil side of a scientist, and his goal is to murder people. He is all the evil thoughts and ambitions that exist, and I don't think Tyler's chaotic yeah. uh, just point of view is going to win him the day against essentially a creature <laughs> like yeah. that. So I think. Oh, Wolf, thank you, buddy. Wolf's Lore, thanks so much for the resub, man. Appreciate you. Nine months. I think You're the man. Nine months strong, baby. I think that Tyler, again, Tyler would enjoy himself, and he would put up a fight. I think he'd give Hyde a run for his money. I think Hyde would be used to kind of steamrolling people, and he would meet a very formidable foe in Tyler. But at the end of the day, I feel like, I feel like Hyde's got to take it. Hyde would end up like ripping the throat out with his teeth or yeah, something. He like, would, he would wear him down just enough. Tyler's a brawler and yes. And not to say that Hyde is an MMA specialist, but like, I don't think a, he would do better than an unsuspecting Londonite. Uh, Tyler would, but I, I think at the end yes. of the day, Hyde's got him strength. Yeah. Intentions. Like his intention S is to kill. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't think, I don't think Tyler Duren's walking away from this one. What, uh, what was it again? He called him a dis disassociative, disassociative sadist. sadist yeah yeah so that's gotta be so yeah there it is and real quick wolf thanks so much for uh checking out the throwdown i know you're at work and we appreciate you stopping by man thank you we love you buddy we love you pal take it easy that was a fun one man that was such a fun episode that was so exciting thank you thank you for uh for everything you do justin what do you what do you have to recommend this week I mean, look, Ted Lasso, guys, if you haven't heard me talk about this, then you haven't been listening to the podcast. You got to watch Ted Lasso. Season two comes out July 23rd on Apple TV plus go watch season one. If you can't sign up, then you're an idiot because you can get seven days free and you can binge it. Uh, Wolfsler said more Ted. Fuck yeah, more Ted. Um, the, the other one is on Apple TV plus. I think I've said this before, but trying it's very cute. Uh, it's a very cute one. I'm trying to think what else I've watched recently. I'm still digging the Kaminsky method. I'm, I, I'm into season two now, so that's good. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have right now. Doug, what do you got? I'd recommend Jared for resubscribing for us for 13 months. So well over a Boom. year. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. Uh, do. I actually just finished sweet tooth today and, uh, uh yeah. eight episodes on Netflix. I recommend it. I think it's good. I think it's got some legs. Um, I'm curious to see where they go in additional seasons. Um, like I said, it's pretty heavy handed on the whole plague stuff. So if you're not in the mood for that, then I don't recommend it. Although there's a yeah. wonderful scene later on uh, in the season where these two guys are outside of a hospital 
and they're in like these like full suits. They're disinfecting, and a guy just takes off his mask, starts vaping. The guy's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "What?" He's like, "What? Can't do that. That's against that's against protocol." He's like, "Dude, what do you think's in this stuff that we're spraying around here?" He goes, "What do you th- do you think do you think that's healthy to us? You ever thought about what's in there?" And the guy goes, "No." You ever thought about what's in there? And he's like pointing his vape and they have this really comical back and forth in this really yeah. serious moment. And I fucking loved yeah. it. Like it was, it was really, really good. But yeah, it's, that. it's very heavy handed on yeah. this shit happened. It's like, so yeah. if you're not in the mood, it's not what it's all about, but it's there. It is there. Yeah. Um, and essentially it's about a time when a plague hits and then children that are born are hybrids. They are part human. They're part animal. And it's the world's response to that and what happens. It's kind of an apocalypse tale, but it's also this innocent boy named Gus, a.k.a. Sweet Tooth, who's just experiencing the world uh, for the first time. So uh, it's pretty good. I I, I recommend it. I think it's worth checking out. Again, it'd be one of those things where I I know it's based on a comic, which I'd love to get my hands on. But when this stuff comes out, you can never find it. So, um, you know, I'll check it out at some point. I'd love to read the whole thing and, and see what's up with it. But it's, it's a, it's, it's a nice tell. Um, there's a really great guy that does the narration for it that I absolutely love. I don't know his name, but I'm like, it's perfect. It's such a nice, it's, it's an unusual narrator voice. You're not used to it. It's very, uh, it's very heartwarming. So I think I kept thinking sweet tooth. Was oh, a show James Brolin. James Brolin. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's very like, I don't know, man, there's something almost country and famous is dead. <laughs> it's really really cool so i recommend that check that out on netflix um so also please you all on top of all that stuff please check us out on all our social medias at mindgap podcast be sure to check us out on twitch twitch.tv slash mindgap podcast go over there drop us a follow hit the notification bell so you know when we go live we typically record our podcast tuesdays at 8 p.m central we do video game live streams on Saturday at 8 p.m. Central. Although this Saturday, uh, July the 3rd, there will be no podcast stream uh, just because. <laughs> Plans, baby. Plans. Check out our Discord channel to meet all the cool people that we talk about every week. Hang out with them. They're good. Uh, link to that is in the About section in our Twitch bio and then also check out our youtube channel it's where we post all of our episodes in addition to cool places like spotify and all that sort of stuff uh highlights and full episodes exist there go ahead and drop us a like and follows smash that subscribe button and check out justin instagram and twitter at justin underscore michael spelled m-i-k-e-l it's the fun way of spelling it and while you're in the online realm check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. Uh, Samsung podcast, uh, good pod, pod bean, verbal, all the fucking places that you can consume the podcast, share us around rate reviews, subscribe, all those things. The big one is sharing, uh, the big ones, all of them uh, subscribing to us is big reviewing us is, is massive, but sharing is the one that we always get on you about. Just copy the link to one of our shows randomly. doesn't have to be, you know, uh, one that we're sharing currently go back to an old one that you really like. Just share it around that I cannot, cannot drive home enough how much that does for us. When you tell someone, hey, this is a thing I like. You might like it, too. Uh, If you're too embarrassed to share it, lean into it. Send us to your grandma because grandmas love us. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th in general. Keep an eye on all of 2East8th's social presences. 
Uh, we have dropped an official release date for Sid Penrose for the public. Going to be July 13th, yeah. Tuesday. It's a meaningless date other than it's the release date for Sid Penrose. Wow, we've already got some uh, debate going about how we're wrong about our throwdown. So, uh, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I'm so happy with that. So if you think we're wrong, hit us up on our socials. Uh, drop That's us an true. email, mindgappodcast.gmail.com, or come join our Discord and let us know. What the fuck's up? We'd love to hear from you. But, um, you know, that being yeah, I, said... I, I, would, I would like to see, too, anyone who disagrees, tell us why. Yeah. You can't just say, Darden went, why? Why? Tell me why. Tell us why. Uh, that being said, I want to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, a humongous thank you to you. Twitch, uh, gracias. Uh, listeners, that was a silent thank you. They heard it. Yeah, they heard it. He did prayer hands. Prayer yes. hands. Prayer hands. And uh, you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.